Colonel Jeremy Bell is the garrison commander of Fort Campbell. He joins Charlie and Katie to talk about what exactly a garrison commander does. He also talks about how Fort Campbell's dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic and the process for reopening services and businesses on post. All this and more on this episode of Clarksville's Conversation. Hi, this is Katie Gamble, and I am here with Charlie Kuhn for another episode of Clarksville's Conversation. And Charlie, you get the honors of introducing our guest today. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm always excited to talk to my friend, uh, the garrison commander at Fort Campbell, Colonel Jeremy Bell. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Good morning, and thanks for having, having me this morning. I appreciate that. Shoot you out. You know, I, I've been watching your uh, town halls and, you know, all the information you guys keep putting out at Fort Campbell, and we want to get into that. But I think the way to start today might be, you know, tell us what the garrison commander does. What What is your job at Fort Campbell? That is a great question. In fact, I wondered what a garrison commander did for 19 of my uh, military years as I was uh, mostly a consumer of what an installation and garrison did. So when I got this job in July of last year, uh, it was a steep learning curve. Um, so if I were to um, describe to everybody what a garrison is first, um, and then I'll explain a little bit about what a garrison commander does. So when all the units on Fort Campbell pick up and leave, um, and that has happened many times in, in our recent history, um, most recently Gulf War and then Global War on Terror. When every unit is picked up and, and leaves for a deployment, what's left is the garrison. And it is everything that um, a small city has to, has to have to, to run. So it's everything from emergency services, uh, it's our uh, human resources and personnel uh, support for our soldiers and our families. Uh, it is housing. Um, it is uh, everything morale, welfare, and recreation. So the the um, um, both on the soldier side and the family side supporting their activities. Uh, and then it's everything operational. So we have two airfields that we run. Uh, we also have all the infrastructure that a normal city would have. You have roads. You have um, stop signs and stoplights. Uh, and then you have the, the infrastructure itself, both underground and above ground buildings, uh, electrical, water, et cetera. So um, what a garrison commander does is I'm the principal uh, integrator and synchronizer of all uh, installation support activities for the senior commander. And the senior commander is General Winsky. He wears two hats. The first hat is his operational hat. That's pretty easy to see, right? So that's the 101st Airborne. Uh, Air Assault Division. He is the commander of, of that. But he also wears a second hat for the Army, and that's the senior commander hat. And he makes the decisions for uh, this installation both uh, today and those decisions that impact into the future. I've heard it likened to the mayor of Fort Campbell before. Yeah, so he would be the mayor and I would be his city manager. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. That's a great way to, to explain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so Colonel Bell gets the calls and, you know, the potholes and the schools and <laughs> yeah. he gets to he gets do all the all fun stuff. Yeah. It, the, yeah. The way I, I often joke, I I'm in charge of nothing almost, uh, but responsible for everything. So everything yeah. comes my way. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's good. So you, as the garrison commander, just like every other leader in every other community, has been having to figure out how to deal with this COVID-19. So give us just a little recap on what Fort Campbell's been doing in the face of this pandemic. Absolutely. And it, it's kind of a good illustration of what why you have a garrison in place. Uh, so we started the kind of the analysis and looking at this problem uh, in the early part of February. And my team took this on originally. It was through our operations center um, and started doing the analysis, seeing where we could quarantine individuals, you know, what spaces we had available that could uh, accommodate COVID response. Um, and then that's a that operation center is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days out of the year. So you always have that capability at the garrison to start taking in information and then doing the baseline analysis to start moving towards a response. Um, so really impressed with that that team's efforts up front really put us in a good place to start preparing for COVID early on. Uh, and then giving the senior commander the decision space he needed to make decisions in a timely manner. But what I love about Fort Campbell is the synergy, right? So the ability to take that small operations element and then start plugging in all the, the tremendous capability that the 101st uh, brings to bear. Being on Fort Campbell and having the 101st for this crisis was a godsend. Uh, they are really good at what they do. and. The, the operation center became the kind of that, that center of operations for all of COVID. Um, but really the bulk of the workforce is the division, its staff and uh, its experts uh, on that staff. And then we brought in all the tenant units and we created a tremendous synergy between the installation side, the operational side, the units on this installation, and then on the medical side. And what I like to say is it doesn't matter who gets the job done. Our mindset is get the job done. It doesn't matter who gets credit or who's doing the work. It is this is Fort Campbell's response to the um, virus. And as in your role, I know you um, deal with the community a lot. So you you talk to the mayors, not only in Montgomery County, but Oak Grove, Christian County in that area. How have you guys coordinated your responses and answers to your questions. And, and I'm sure some have to be different for you than for out in our community. So how do you work through that? Yeah, that's another great question. Um, and, and one of the things I often talk about when I talk about Fort Campbell is its uniquenesses. Um, the, the first one of which, of course, is we're split between two states. Um, but really, the, the what I talk about in terms of uniquenesses is our relationship with the local community. And I don't think there's a, I, I don't I have not personally seen a better relationship between our municipalities outside the gates and this installation. Uh, it's tremendous. It's it's um, multi-layered at every layer. Uh, Clarksville, Montgomery County, um, and then of course the, on the Kentucky side as well. They want us to be a part of their their community. So it's very much the case with uh, COVID as well. Um, we are in lockstep with our local communities and the senior commander, General Winsky, doesn't want to move forward on something unless um, we are in lockstep with our community partners. Of course, like you said, we're in the military and we have different um, requirements. So when 
Um, Montgomery County closed down barbershops. We did not because we had a military requirement to maintain good order and discipline. And I was going to ask that question. Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. So we kept ours open for active duty just for mm-hmm. that reason. Like with anything, we, we just mitigate by mm-hmm. over communicating with our partners and making sure that they're OK with the decisions that we're making. I was going to ask if you um, kind of let them slack on the haircuts, but I guess that answers that question. Yeah, no, no slack in the 101st. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I think one, one thing that you've done really well is um, you the dissemination of information. You, you know, you have a million questions. You've got a million concerns and you guys have, you know, on Tuesday nights for the last few weeks had a town hall. And you and General Winsky and uh, Colonel Birchfield from the hospital are all there to answer questions. And Sergeant Major Parker, sorry about that. And and you're there to answer questions and, and concerns. And I know you can't do them all in an hour, but you guys have done that and then kept answering. After that's over, you do some uh, other, other ways to answer the questions. So I think it's really good what y'all are doing. Yeah, I appreciate that. And that's something that we started uh, also very early on. We started in on, uh, I think the first one that I did was March 4th. Uh, and, and, yeah, and we continued that throughout. Uh, every week, like you said, we've, we've been doing these, these Facebook town halls, and they're tremendous platforms. Uh, I think we reach a lot of people. Um, and the idea is to answer as many questions, but you know, from uh, an installation's perspective, my whole goal is get information out there in the hands of the folks that, that can use it, right? So we're stronger as an installation, we're stronger as a community um, when we can solve problems at the lowest level. And the first step in that is get the information out there. And General Winsky has been fantastic on, on these, uh, making himself available every week to do them. Um, you, you also brought up the other... Um, mechanisms that we use like we've done pre-taped versions too and could, like you said you can't get to every conversation mm-hmm. that's going on or every question um, so we do two things one we we did a pre-taped version uh, where we focus very specifically on soldier issues and then on family issues uh, and then on the uh, other side of that is i have all my directorates on facebook at the same time and they're answering questions as questions are being yeah. asked it's 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 important. It's a well-oiled machine. So the governor of Tennessee just announced that, literally, like just announced, that they're going to start reopening businesses in phases. Um, how? What is? Does Fort Campbell have plans for like uncoiling and reopening the economy there? Because I mean, you are a small city out there. Yeah, it, it's true. And what I'll start with is. We didn't lay off anybody at, on, on Fort Campbell. We, we kept everybody employed. We just put them on different um, statuses of work. So obviously, they were if they were mission essential, they were at work. Uh, if uh, they could telework, we put them on telework. And then we have uh, other categories of leave statuses that we put them on so they can maintain pay but, but not come to work during this mission essential manning period. Um, you talk about uncoiling from this, and that's very much the way we look at this. Um, we went up the HPCon uh, health protection condition ladder uh, over several weeks. Um, I think coming off of this, you have to be more uh, 
more cautious. And um, I think the first piece of this is make, making sure that we are in lockstep with our local communities. And I think I sat uh, yesterday's session in Montgomery County just to make sure that we were in alignment and we were very much in alignment. Uh, the senior commander has uh, really shut down a lot of services uh, and, and support mechanisms are, are still ongoing through other means, virtual primarily or through uh, telephone. Um, but he's he's kind of dipping his toe in the water, if you will. So there's a couple things that we opened up uh, to active duty soldiers. So golf this week, um, some of our personally owned weapons and archery ranges and skeet ranges. Um, and then we op opened up hunting and fishing. So these are all activities that are very individual in nature, and you put a lot of mitigating um, steps in place to protect. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's our first step into kind of opening up some services, and we'll see how that goes. Uh, you know, as I hear what's going on out there, you are over child care and schools. I say over, you, you deal with them directly. I mean that's a big deal, and is that is that one of the is that one of the hardest things to deal with, or is there something else out there I'm not thinking about? No, I think you hit the nail on the head. Those are two huge issues, right? You never want to put your um, your your kids in danger. So uh, during Mission Essential Manning, um, this is very much one of those where you you're in constant coordination with an outside uh, organization. So DODIA, Department of Defense Education, is runs the schools on Fort Campbell. Um, not all installations are set up this way. Some have no DODIA schools. Some have um, everything from elementary school up to high school. Um, so they have their own decision-making uh, process and they have their own way of communicating with their, the community. Um, so we have to make sure that we prompt them to make the right decisions, but also that we're on the same sheet of music. When one side is making a decision and the other side is implementing or executing. I'll say that DODIA has been a great partner. Um, and then on the childcare side, we shut down all of our childcare except for uh, those facilities supporting um, the Mission Essential Manning personnel. Um, so we're down to one school age center, which is for older children and then one child development center, which is for your younger children. Yeah. Well, there, there's, I've got a couple other things I, I really want to get your, uh, uh, get some comments on. Um, one is the deployment of, you know, hospital units, and the other is uh, the stop-move order. So could you kind of touch on those? You know, it's we think everything's on lockdown, but you guys are, are coming and going when we don't see you. So kind of give us a little update on that. Yeah, so that was one of my biggest surprises, honestly, with uh, this lockdown, um, the stop move, uh, and then just the, the basic restrictions on coronavirus. I was not expecting this many uh, deployments of, of personnel and units, um, period. Um, but I'll tell you, it, we, we've had uh, two medical units deployed from here uh, and logistical support for those medical units all deployed to the to the northeast, uh, specifically New York City being kind of the, that center of gravity for for COVID response. Um, and these are tremendous assets 
that uh, really brought a, a fantastic capability to New York City and really made a difference uh, immediately upon uh, their entry into the city. It was it was it was awesome to be able to support that deployment of troops into the area, uh, but it was even better to see the the, the results that they got. Um, it's it's. It, we're just we're just doing our small part to help America kind of through this crisis. Yeah. Are they home or are they still there? They're still there. They're still, They're still supported. There. Uh, they'll be there for uh, the foreseeable future until um, New York no longer needs them, and, and really the Northeast no longer needs them. You talked you know, a little. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I find it it's amazing to me because you know when you you know on the service think of Fort Campbell, you think of you know just the average soldier, but Fort Campbell's always seems to me to be the first in the in the front lines when something pretty serious is happening like COVID-19. So I think that our citizens should be proud of that fact. And I was in the grocery store. It's been a month or so ago. And I, there's a gentleman that our sons play baseball together. And he told me, I'm getting ready to go to New York. And I was like, oh, I'll be praying for you because talk about putting yourself in the front line right now. Absolutely. And that is the front line of, of today's fight for sure. And the main effort, honestly. And, and you're right. Uh, our community and, and this is both Clarksville, all of Tennessee, all of Kentucky. Um, they should be proud of the, what yeah. the 101st does, what our tenant units on this installation do. Um, I'll tell you, you know, two things. One, obviously, the coronavirus response, um, we, we deployed a lot of folks to help. Uh, but also our deployments around the globe haven't stopped either. Mm-hmm. We yeah. still have special operations that are deployed and, and doing the nation's bidding around the world. Um, we're, we're fully engaged in what we'd like to say here on Fort Campbell is this is one of the most highly deployed places in the Army. Yeah. You know, what's amazing to me, too, is that that you as far as the going back to the New York thing that you could deploy and get there so quickly and respond so quickly, because it's not like you've been training for a pandemic for years, you know? Yeah, and absolutely. And we were in probably the best position to do this because our hospital command just went through an exercise where they picked up on, on a moment's notice, deployed, and then executed their mission. And that's essentially what happened here. This was a no notice. Hey, get out the door. We'll, we'll tell you what your mission is on, on the way there. And uh, mm-hmm. and they wow. did fantastic work. Mm-hmm. That, that's what's so awesome about having that Screaming Eagle patch. If you've got that patch on, there, there's, a re- there's a reason they call the 101st. That's right. Mm-hmm. And I love having... The, having the hundred first year is 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 uh, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, hey, Katie, I got one uh, one little bit of trivia for you. For me? Yeah, yeah. See, okay. if you, um, it, it's really valuable information too. So, just went through the U.S. War College, and he you graduated. Or you did, Colonel Bell? He, I did. Okay. But as a civilian, I was fortunate enough to be up there for the last week before graduation. So we got to spend a little time together at the U.S. Army War College. Yep. That was my so first introduction to Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. Colonel Coochin, uh got us hooked up when I went up there. So 
it was it was, uh, it was a good time and that's such a, an awesome experience uh on my end for sure i'm sure it was for you too it was it was a, that was a great year of education but bringing in all the civilian uh leadership from around the the country was was awesome and we appreciate you coming coming by and sharing your expertise oh yeah <laughs> right so charlie what's was, the trivia that was it that's oh. it so i later you have to know where we met oh okay well now i know where you met at war college that's right. there you go i was expecting to be put on the spot with a trivia question no i was i was just giving you the answer uh, you come okay. up with something though mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> well well sir we really appreciate appreciate your time and is yes, there thank you is there any final words anything you want to get out yeah. there that you touch on yeah, I think I'd like to close with two things. Okay. Uh, and and it's kind of a, a responsibility thing for the first, and then just a little bit about uh, your garrison here on Fort Campbell. So on the responsibility part, there's there's two parts to this. One is the personal responsibility part, and then the second is the community responsibility. And I think for our, our individuals and our individual families out there, I would ask that you just make good decisions for you uh, and your family. And then make the choice to stay at home uh, and and minimize the impact outside of your home, right, Um, to the greatest extent possible. And then from the community side, um, I would ask that everybody just make responsible decisions that not only protect you and your family, but protect the outside community. And then my last message would be um, just on the the Fort Campbell garrison. Um, we, we started off this conversation giving you a feel for what was what a garrison was. And we I'll, I'll tell you that those services that we provide, the emergency services, the fire, the police, the um, the soldier support and family support, the uh, infrastructure support that happens 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days out of the year. Um, but it's a, a, a workforce that often gets overlooked and, and not often um, given recognition for what they do. Uh, but you have a lot to be proud of, of your garrison. It is one of the best garrisons in the world. It's recognized the world over for its best practices. Um, and it, it's in large part because of the leaders that we have and the tremendous workforce that we have. They serve this nation just as much as everybody else. They just serve it slightly differently uh, than our soldiers. So um, I just always like to remind folks that you have a tremendous asset here uh, in the U.S. Army Garrison Fort Campbell. Colonel Bell, I, for one, am very proud. And every time I hear what uh, the 101st or Fort Campbell's doing out there to not just protect our communities, but protect our country, I'm just in awe of all the many facets of the things that you guys do. So I thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. I appreciate that. Great to see you, sir. Great to see you. And thanks for having me. And thanks for what you do for the community. Uh, this is an, a tremendous avenue to, to get information out there, and, and uh, you, you guys do a great job. Subscribe to Clarksville's Conversation wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single conversation.